Show me your calendar and I'll tell you what you value. This is one of those bits of wisdom that can't be sourced. I've looked and it's attributed in some version to a lot of different people. So that's one thing about that quote. The other thing is, is that it falls into the annoying but true category of personal growth wisdom. (laughs) So I hope you are ready for an annoying but true episode about what your calendar is trying to tell you. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for women in charge who feel overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of your family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I am your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Let's get in the way back machine for a minute. (laughs) Way back when I worked at Microsoft, my calendar was full of meetings. And I kind of liked it. (laughs) So everybody else would complain about this all the time. Like, oh my God, I have meetings all day. And for me, it was great. I got to show up and collaborate with people and make sense of things and figure out who's going to do what. And then I'd write the summary and then everybody go off and do their work. And it was amazing, right? My time wasn't mine. It was ours. That's kind of, I think, how I thought about it. At work, my calendar was something that other people had access to. My calendar was something that would get filled for me because of all these meeting requests that I would get. I think it made me feel kind of important and proud that people wanted me in their meetings. It never occurred to me to say no to any of these meetings, unless, of course, there was like a conflicting meeting. And so then I'd try to rearrange one meeting so I could attend the other meeting. And maybe some of that was FOMO. Some of that was pride, like I said. But really, looking back at my patterns of behavior throughout my life, a lot of it was me not deciding for myself what I wanted to create in my career or my life, really. I was just giving my time away to anybody who wanted it or asked for it instead of thinking about how do I actually want to use my time as if it was something as tangible as money. So I never thought about what would actually be the highest and best use of my time for me, for my team, for our clients, our division, our company. It really took me years to realize how precious time is. And it wasn't just leaving corporate America that that did that for me. That wasn't enough to bring that clarity for me because, well, it just took me longer to learn this lesson, I guess, because I still was giving my time away when I was a real estate agent. And I still gave my time away as a coach, and especially in the earlier years. And I still have to safeguard against this to this day. I am so wired for being responsive to other people's needs and wants that I have to be really intentional about what I want and what I need for myself and my time on this planet. And I know I'm not alone in this, no matter how empowered people can feel and how even confident they feel and sometimes even how certain they can feel, it can be easy to let time get taken away from you if you're not careful. And I kind of... I'm saying it, you know, my time on this planet, and that that might sound dramatic, but really it's true. Each second, each minute, each hour, each day, that is our time here on this planet and this existence. And I was just giving it away and not really thinking about how I wanted to spend it. And your time is happening right now, your time here, which I mean, gosh, thank you for spending your time with me on this podcast, but your time is here. Your life is here happening right now. 
And I want you to have a little bit of urgency about that. I don't want you to be in a panic. I don't want you to feel like, you know, uh, the days of our lives, you know, <laughs> intro like that, the sands of the hourglass, right? <laughs> Slipping through. I don't want you to have anxiety about it, but I do want you to have thoughtfulness and intention around your time here and what you want to do with it. And that's what the productivity shift is really about. It's about helping you make that shift from letting other people just take your time, not because they're greedy, but because you're not protecting your time. It's about saying no every once in a while. It's about setting priorities. It's about making progress on what matters most to you while still being present to the people, experiences, and opportunities that are really all around you. This requires you to be able to think about what matters most to you, and it requires you to to look at the time that you have and be thoughtful about how you want to spend it. Being intentional about your time, though, that, that doesn't mean you have to be rigid or inflexible. You still get to be spontaneous. You still hop on opportunities that come your way. But the cool thing is, is that when you're more intentional about how you're using your time, the spontaneity and the opportunities you choose will lead to more satisfaction and fulfillment. Because then you're not just hopping on things to distract yourself. You're hopping on things that come your way because they're in alignment with where it is you're wanting to go. And we can't see everything. We can't see all the possibilities. Sometimes they're just put in front of us. And when they're in alignment with where we really want to go, it can be like, hell yeah. (laughs) And when I say where you want to go, that can be lunch with a friend, like where you want to go with your friendship. It doesn't have to be where you want to go with your career and, and your legacy here. Now, you'll notice as I'm talking about all of this stuff, I'm not talking about getting stuff done. Getting stuff done isn't the point. The point is for you to be engaging with the world and your people in a way that feels good to you. And that doesn't mean being in motion all the time. It doesn't mean always checking things off a list. Sometimes it means resting and sometimes it means watching Netflix. And sometimes it means going for a walk or taking a nap or snuggling your wife. Sometimes it means calling your friend or your mom. What matters most, it varies from day to day and from moment to moment. And knowing what matters most can become more clear when you're looking at the time you are currently spending on other things. (laughs) Like you're looking at the time you currently have and really how you're currently using it. So I'm curious, how are you using your time and how do you feel about that? See, a few years ago, I ran an experiment with my calendar to get a better grasp of how I was using my time. In spite of being way more intentional about how I was spending my time, something still didn't feel right about my work, and I really wasn't sure what it was. My client roster had grown, and I was loving my work, and somehow I felt so depleted at the end of each day, and I get boosted up. I get filled up from working with clients. I wasn't as happy as I thought I would be, though. And even though I had this growing client roster, this thing I'd always wanted. So I did two things. One, I color-coded my calendar. Two, I added drive times to my calendar for the next two weeks. Nobody told me to do this, or at least not that I consciously remembered, but nobody told me to do this. It was just this instinct I had. I knew something was off. So I just, just decided to gather some data using my calendar. The insights from the moment I got that color coding in place and added those drive times, those insights were nearly instantaneous. Again, I had colored my drive times and I had color coded, or I added my drive times and I color coded them red and I color coded my client sessions as green. And there were other categories and other colors, but they were just like a little smattering of things. They didn't really stand out. At a glance, it was 
easy to see that for every minute I was in a meeting with a client, so I was meeting with a client in a session, I spent just as many minutes driving to and from that client, wherever it was. Sometimes we were meeting in a public spot that was in between. Sometimes we were meeting at their office. That drive time was draining me and it was limiting the number of people I could work with which then limited my income. And more importantly to me and my little heart, it it limited the impact that I could have in the world. So it did not take long for me to set new boundaries and change the way I worked with people. You see, there was this video technology that had been around for a few years called Zoom. Maybe you've heard of it. (laughs) Anyway, I had used Zoom a couple of times with other coaches that I had hired. So I knew that video coaching could be highly effective because I had experienced it as a client and had gotten great results. So I made the switch. I moved my individual and group clients to Zoom, and I got back hours each week to work with my clients, to grow my business, and to get some downtime and fun time, for goodness sakes, right? And to alleviate that stress of driving all the time. So years before a global pandemic, this is just like a side bonus, years before a global pandemic would temporarily move everybody to Zoom, I had already made that move, which paid off so much during the pandemic because for all the changes that were needing to happen in all of our lives during that time, nothing was different about the way my clients and I worked together because they were already used to it. So that's just, again, a random little side benefit. Well, not little, it was a big, a big, big side benefit. But all of this was because a little observation experiment with my calendar. So I'm curious, what do you think you would observe by looking at how you really use your time? Well, let's find out, right? So here at the Productivity Shift, what we do is we run regular experiments to shift our productivity to make it work better for us. So I'm giving you your weekly shift for this week, and that is to observe your time. That's it. Just observe it. At the end of each day this week, just look at your calendar and reflect back on how you used your time. If you need to, print it out. Bonus points, right? Bonus points for printing out your calendar and then filling in the stuff that you worked on during the blank spaces in your calendar. So at the end of each day, reflect and look at how you spent your time and then ask yourself, what was one thing missing from today that I wish I would have spent my time on and write that shit down. Now, here's the thing. I'm not talking about what do I think I should have worked on. I'm talking about something that you want time to work on or do. Anything from writing that book you've always wanted to write to updating your resume to going for a walk to calling your mom for a little check-in. Whatever it is, I want you to just note, gosh, what what do I wish I would have spent my time on today? You don't get to beat yourself up for not doing that thing that was missing. You are being a scientist this week, and you are just studying this little bug called you, and a true scientist does not judge their subjects. They observe and go on from there. So I really just want you to study your time for this week and see what you can uncover. And then you can use what you uncover to set boundaries and get those in place and to help you spend your time differently moving forward. But for now, for this week, just observe and let me know what you find. So yeah, whatever you uncover, whatever you find out, be sure to share it with me. I am at the productivity shift on both Instagram and Facebook. So you can share that with me there and let me know what did you uncover? Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back again with you next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most. Thank you for listening to The Productivity Shift. 
If you're ready to get your shit together and choose how to spend your time, then the Dare to Prioritize Challenge is the best next step. You can sign up for free and start the challenge today at daretoprioritize.com. Hey, everybody, you did it. You made it to the credits section of this podcast. (laughs) The Productivity Shift is lovingly created by me, Elise Enriquez, and it would not make it out into the world on time every week without the support of Rachel Sonia. She is our producer and makes sure that everything happens on time and gets delivered beautifully to your ears every single week.